Welcome back to The Franchise Life. Today, we have a unique emerging concept that we are going to dive into called Lindora. And with me, I have Lance Freeman with The Exponential Group. Welcome, Lance. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, so this is a, a concept that falls square in the health and wellness sector. And it, it is not, even though it's an emerging brand, it has been in business since 1971. And recently, the Exponential Group acquired the brand, but the previous founders of the brand who are operating 31 clinics, in, primarily in California, have now become franchisees of the brand. So let's dive into what Lindora is. Uh, well, I, I guess I would start off by saying it's so much more than a weight loss clinic. Um, we look at this as really a leader in a movement of metabolic health and wellness. So, you know, for those that are not familiar with what metabolic health is, it's it's vitality. You know, it's feeling better, looking better. It's the fountain of youth. It's kind of battling the effects of aging. Uh, it's overall health and wellness. So it's it's Landora's focus, really, if you will, is really helping its members to really make sustainable lifestyle choices through nutrition and medicine. Um, and we're doing that through a medically guided weight management program with, uh, I might add, a hospitality mindset. And that's really key, as especially when it comes to weight loss, accountability is important. And also being able to come into a four wall setting that's really non-intimidating and in an inclusive environment. Those are all the things that we really offer inside the Lindora box. Um, what I, there's a lot of things I like about the model. I think one of the things that I like is that while we have multiple revenue streams in the model, it's not, um, it, there's still a focus in terms of, you know, this metabolic health and wellness where a lot of businesses, especially independent that are trying to get into some of the, the pillars that we're into, they're, you know, they're, they're going in a lot of different directions. They're doing aesthetics, they're doing weight loss, they're doing other things and where we're really just focused on metabolic health and wellness. So example, offering weight loss medications or um, hormone replacement or IV therapy, Xerona, which is um, a body contouring technology, things like that, that are all in that health and wellness range, uh, if you will, and, and, and really seeking vitality. And that's really what the consumer is looking for today is, is you know, again, anything that that uh, can help them battle the effects of aging and, and feel better, have more energy and those types of things. So weight loss is a big topic. We hear it across the news since now um, Ozempic, Wegovi are available to the public for weight loss. Are these tools that Lindor would use or do you have a different prescription and methodology for weight loss? Well, again, our our prescription, if you will, is holistic. So yes, we have access to the Ozempic uh, compounds and, and those types of weight loss medications and more. But again, that's we're not limited to just that in terms of helping someone lose weight. So there's coaching within the model as well to assist the member with that. There's accountability components to that as well. There are other supporting products and um, supplements that support the uh, the member if they're taking an Ozempic because there can be side effects to these uh, medications 
And again, um, a lot of the support support that we provide, whether it be in products or, or supplements or just coaching, can really help people through that period. Because it, you know, as with anything, uh, weight loss can be challenging. And, and so those are, I think, some of the added benefits that we provide, you know, um, in Alandor, like B12 shots and things like, like that, that will help um, again from a metabolic standpoint. Another aspect of Lindora, when I was looking at your website, that really stood out to me is that you also offer a meal opportunity, meals right. that are available to your clients. So can you share a little bit more about that revenue stream? Uh, yes. So to be frank, it's it's not a huge... So for us, meal replacement equals trifecta um, plus, again, products and supplements. So it's a it's a third party meal replacement uh, system that we use. Um, it is uh, what, what do we call it? It's um, based on a ketogenic product, is what it is. But again, for someone that's trying to lose weight and just doing the the weight loss medications on their own, but are not combining that with a good nutrition program, that can be you know that you may have some side effects with that. So it's nice that we have that partnership with them to support that, um, and that's how we really. Uh, drive that. So anybody in the entire country can engage in that through our, our, um, our, our partnership with them. Oh, okay. So let's mm -hmm. dive into the business model itself from an investor yeah. standpoint. Uh, this is an opportunity that is, uh, it is available to anybody. You do not need to have a medical background to own a Lindora clinic, correct? You are correct. Um, like any business in franchising that has a medical component to it, whether it be mental health or whether it be aesthetics or, or, or weight loss medications like we're offering, um, most of these companies have what's called a PC-friendly model or a management service organization in place um, that addresses the labor pool piece. Um, and so like we have a partnership with one of these groups that has, gives us and our, our franchise partners access to thousands of doctors in every DMA that we operate in. And they also provide a long list of, of support um, that comes with that partnership. In addition to that, again, one of the benefits of working with a large franchise or like an exponential in Lindora is that we have a chief medical officer on staff as well to assist with making sure that the business model is set up properly. To kind of oversimplify it, there's really kind of there are different state requirements in all of this of the states, but in general, there's kind of model A, B, and, and sometimes C um, in terms of setting up the the business and, and how that works. But as you mentioned, to simplify it, any anyone with without a, a that's not a doctor or does not have any ba medical background can sign a franchise agreement and open a Lindora anywhere in the country. Um, our owners in this model are not owner operators, so they will not be in the day-to-day -day operations. They will have a GM that really runs the day-to-day -day operations. So the responsibilities of the franchisee are largely to manage the manager, manage the labor pool, manage the number, the business by the numbers or the KPIs, uh, if you will, key performance indicators, and, and, and essentially be a leader in, in the business in the in the community in those in those uh, in those markets that we operate in. So from a GM perspective, what type of background are you looking for for the GMs of the Lindora Clinics? Yeah, great question, because um, one might assume that they uh, have a medical background. So for the GM itself, essentially, they're a, they are a um, 
a basically a very focused uh, individual around. They're highly sales focused individuals, what they are, because one of their key drivers is going to be to drive the memberships in the front half of the business. This business is has a membership based aspect to it um, with the core weight loss program. And so that is a key component of it. Other responsibilities of the GM would be to manage um, other team members within the business, obviously uh, oversee some of the marketing responsibilities and, and such. Um, underneath the uh, the owner so but they do again they are not typically a medical professional you will have you know like an rn or and you know lvns in in the business depending on how much the the franchisee is scaling will determine how many of those employees you need but the gm itself is not a doctor also worth mentioning um, a very unique aspect of how we approach hr support in the in as a franchisor, I'd say it's very different from most. And again, not throwing shade on others, but most franchisors do not really want to assist with the recruiting process. They want they'll give you SOPs on proper hiring practices, but don't want to they don't want to really have a part in that because if an employee didn't work out, then they feel the liability is on them. We take a really an, an opposite lens to that and looking at the fact that we've hired literally thousands and thousands of, of employees across the 3,000 know, stores that we have open today across our 11 brands. So the bigger liability for us is not helping our new partner with that recruiting, hiring, training process of new hires. So we actually have a full recruiting um, uh, team that helps our franchisees with recruiting really literally every employee in the business from front to back, um, uh, recruiting resumes, uh, and, and in fact, going through those resumes and even making recommendations on proper hires. Um, at the end of the day, obviously, it's the franchisee's um, <clears throat> right to hire who they want. You know, we're not big brother, but we we do assist in that process. And we do find that those that really follow our play tend to tend to do the best, as you might, might guess. And that's pretty powerful because one of when talking to clients, one of the main concerns is staffing really across Absolutely. any industry. But, you know. I, I would say, or I would think that given the professional aspect of the employees that are being hired, uh, retention is much greater than in many other industries. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I always tell people <clears throat> in my 30 years in franchising and have been a, been a multi-unit franchisee and multiple systems, but all I know is, is semi-absentee retail and health and wellness. That's been my lane for 30 years. Um, so I always tell people when they, ask, when they ask me, hey, what are my biggest challenges going to be? You know, I'll tell them point blank, it's going to be real estate and employees. <laughs> uh, but it's not because, you know, we're in uh, health and health and wellness or personal training or, you know, in weight loss. Um, it's because we're in retail and we're hiring humans. <laughs> so, but I do, to your point, I, I try to coach that while not saying it's easy, I don't like to use that word, but we have a, a, a substantial edge, I think, over most in competing for whatever, for those two things, whether it be real estate or whether it be employees. Um, those are really two of our special sauces here at, at Exponential. In fact, we have a full real estate team underneath our roof, we have 400 employees, you know, here at Exponential and, and a sizable real estate team that supports um, our franchise partner with that whole site selection, lease negotiation process to ensure that they're set up for success. Um, again, same with employees. And to your point, you know, one of the things I look at when, when I'm looking at even, you know, acquiring a concept, but as an investor, I look at the labor pool, you know, what does that look like? Is it a minimum wage earner? 
that didn't set out in their life to flip burgers for for you know a lifetime, you're going to turn over that employee a lot more than you will an employee that hey they got licensed to do this or they you know got educated to to work in this field or their passion is to make a positive impact on people's lives. So that type of employee in my in my mind is a great employee. Not saying for a second you're not going to have turnover. It, it it certainly happens in this business, but to your point. Um, it's it's a lot more minimal when you get the right people into your into your uh, business. Really, the biggest key is again it seems self explanatory, but it's the, it's the, really the reality is the owners really need to take care of those employees, and that's not always just monetary. That means really making them feel like they're supported, they have the tools they need to to do you know their job, but they also are in a, a an environment that they really enjoy doing you know doing their craft or whatever their their responsibility is. Um, and they're you know, treated well in that business. That's going to keep them there a lot longer than even you know a higher salary at, at times. So, um, but we do pay very competitively. And you know, as an example, like with nurses, a lot of these are working in an ER, you know, doing um, you know a twelve-hour shift for three days a week or something that tune. And that's a that's a high-stress uh, position. And so a lot of them will love working, you know, part-time. For a few days in a Lindora in a really a, a very positive environment where they're again really helping people make positive life changes and and not you know having to deal with gunshot wounds and <laughs> stabbings and things you know so it's uh, people really really like working in the model. Now let me ask you this: you've touched on the membership model, which in turn is recurring revenue for the investor, which is very mm-hmm. attractive to. Yeah many investors when they're evaluating a franchise with the Lindora model and its services. Do you have an idea of what the typical longevity uh, is of a member? I don't have that KPI off the top of my head, although I have heard that the the membership piece is very, very sticky, um, meaning what, there's three levels of membership. There's really called, what we call um, the 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 general membership. We have the plus, and then we have uh, the maintenance. Okay, so people really typically fall back to the maintenance and stay on that program so that they can keep the weight loss off, off. Which is, I think, really a key component of this is that it's not a yo-yo diet. It's not a fad. It's not something that they're going to you know have drastic fast weight loss and then put it all back on a month later. So we want to help that member to keep that weight off. So, so weight off. So this is sustainable weight loss. Um, we our average member loses eighteen to twenty four pounds in a in a ten week um, weight loss program. For members that are looking to lose more than twenty pounds, they can do another ten week program and then they go into a maintenance level. Um, but we've had people lose you know. Hundreds of pounds uh, in in Lindora and others that just you wanted to lose twenty pounds, so it kind of it varies. But um, it, again, back to the wellness piece. This is not just about hey, I want to lose this weight and then I'm you know I'm I'm out of here. Um, people really tend to stay with this. A good example with with testosterone replacement or estrogen progesterone replacement for women. Um, these are things that people will stay on for years, if not you know for for the rest of their life because of how it makes them feel. Um, again, it reduces the effects of aging and there's so many benefits to doing that. So these types of products are very sticky and we see a lot of longevity with some of these different things that, that we can offer. And again, one of the nice things about the model is we're not, we don't have, um, all of our eggs in one basket, if you will. So there's multiple revenue streams here. 
that drive the um, average unit volumes that we see in our, our financial performance represent, representations at, at about a million per clinic. <clears throat> that is incredible. And I mean, I can personally attest to some of these services, like the hormone replacement. Um, those, those types of services can be game changers to individuals in how they feel on a day-to-day -day basis. So this is really a model that is allowing individuals to make or allowing investors to make a difference in people's lives and a feel good business. Uh, so I know no doubt about it. I mean, just to add, I mean, I've, I've talked to many, many people, um, example with women going through menopause, it's a very tough, tough time. And, and the hormones can really uh, cause depression and, and, and things that are very um, difficult, uh, you know, during that phase. And so to kind of get through that um, and, and be happier and healthier and, and be able to lose the weight. Um, sometimes you know, people going through menopause, sometimes you can eat a perfect diet, you know, exercise, you know, six days a week and, and still be putting weight on and it's frustrating, but, uh, on a proper, you know, if you're on a proper weight loss program with some of these medications, you'll see phenomenal results. And so it's really exciting for folks that they can, you know, have that opportunity. Yeah. I just happened to be at that age, it, which was the precursor to how I got on hormone replacement. Um, but yeah, I thank you for adding that in. Uh, so let me ask you, um, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Good thing we're not live, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I know what I was going to ask you. So let me ask you about competition. Early on, uh, you mentioned that this is unlike any other brand out there. What would you say, or what type of business model would you say is the closest competitor to a Lindora? <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I would. I don't want to sound arrogant with response, but there really isn't another nationally franchised model of substance that's really this focused on this metabolic wellness piece that that we are today. So we're really the the first and only of its kind. I would say probably the the closest thing would be a Medi weight loss clinic. Um, but again, they're, they are lacking or, you know, I would say don't have some of the, the service opportunities or products that we do within our model that we feel are really, you know, substantial, but that's what I love about this is today, really, I would say those that are doing something similar to this are largely, largely independent. So meaning mom and pops that are, you know, trying to figure it out if, if you will, um, so there's not really another large brand that you're competing with, which is pretty special given the growth potential of this. And then, you know, if you look at, again, the, the experience we have and you're looking at a, you know, 50, 50 year old brand here. So that's, again, it's kind of a oxymoron of sorts or a unicorn when it comes to that type of, of opportunity. Um, there will be others, of course, as we grow, but as we've seen, you know, we are, have the ability to really drive rapid growth in our brands um, to control market share, own the real estate and, and really be first to market um, to again, be you know the Coca-Cola in, in each segment, if you will. We've done that example with Stretch Lab. You know, we're the largest provider of stretch in, in the world now today. Uh, really the first getting into that kind of vertical, if, if you will. Um, same with Club Pilates as an example. You know, I've got just short of a, a thousand units operating on that brand here um, 
in, in, in the U.S. And um, I can't really tell you who my you know, number two second competitor in terms of a franchise model is. So that's why when I hear people and we'll hear the same thing on Lindora and say, oh, yeah, I see these things on, you know, on every corner popping up. There's a lot of competition. I couldn't disagree more with that because and no shade on independence, but I don't really see those as threats uh, in the marketplace. They are throwing it against the wall every month, hope, hoping it sticks and, and, you know, God bless them for trying, but they just don't have a, a, a what I call a blueprint for success to ensure that they're going to have longevity with this. They don't have the ability to do R and D. They don't have the resources to support that we do. Frankly, I mean, entrepreneur came out and said it's, um, the success rate of all franchise concepts, uh, you know, there's 3,000 franchise stores in business today, is 93%. It's a 7% failure rate, which is actually, you know, very, very good. Ours is much lower than that um, in our system, uh, in fact, but just, just looking at franchising in general. So just speaking to your independence, 87% of those fail after the first year. So that's why I really, you know, see this as a phenomenal opportunity as a nationally franchise model without really a a head-to-head -head competitor that you're going against today because we'll we'll grow at a rate that's so fast that again we'll own the market share and it makes it very difficult for others to penetrate later you know you've made some great points well i would have to agree with you number one that i don't see a head-to-head -head competitor across the franchise industry that has the type of services and focus that lindora does uh and, you know, it's funny you mentioned the success rate of franchise brands uh, because I, twice this week, I've already been challenged about the value of investing in a franchise versus starting your own business. And at the end of the day, I really, you know, I've learned just to say, if you are questioning the value of a franchise, then you're probably not the right person to invest in a franchise because I'm not here to, to sell a franchise or sell you on the franchise model. I mean, the data speaks for itself, right? And entrepreneur magazine is a great source. So, uh, sorry, I took a little side angle there, but it just really resonates with me. Um, okay. So I love emerging brands. My listeners uh, have probably picked up on that by now. I am an absolute fan. Uh, one, because you get prime pick of territory. So that to me is, you know, is a big contributor to the success as well as being in the right spot at the right time. Um, but Lindor is different. And you mentioned it's somewhat of a unicorn. And I like that. Uh, analogy in the respect that Lindora has been in business with this model for over 50 years. There are 31 operating locations to date. What's new is the opportunity to become a franchise owner in the brand. Well put. I want to expand on that a little bit. And you shared that exponential, the breadth of exponential, the number of brands you have under your umbrella. Um, I, and I think that again speaks volumes to exponential choosing to bring Lindora into your umbrella as well. Oh, you're, you're spot on, you know, um, I always say you're absolutely right. The the biggest benefit of getting into an emerging brand is you're going to be able to, to, to especially in retail, you're going to be able to secure 
And, and if you're if you want something that's semi-absentee, you're pretty much looking at retail because you, you're going to have employees. You know, if you're doing owner operator, that's different. Um, but if you're looking at retail, uh, the best you really want to secure some of the best territories in your area in a, in a designated market area. I would say those, you know, Cherry Creeks or Buckhead, you know, Sandy Springs is and Bell, Bell, Bellevues and you know, Frisco Plano's are available once. And and literally, if you're not first in in those markets, you you'll never get it. Um, and so that's really a huge opportunity. But typically, if you're looking at an emerging brand, and it's not a bad thing. But you're, you know, you're going to have to accept that you're going to be an early adopter. The franchisors, they they haven't scaled beyond you know a handful of units nationally, so they're learning as they go largely, and and so you just have to accept that as part of the process, and that's okay, you know. So why I say this is kind of a unicorn is, and then on the flip side, I'd say typically, you know, I'll give you an example. If you look at our Club Pilates brand, I've got a thousand licenses there, proven, tried and true. Um, it, it doesn't get any better, but there's no territory left. So you've missed it, right? It's too late. So um, it's hard to find that balance of like getting into something that say, okay, this is proven enough for me to feel confident that I can be in this for say it's a 20 year brand um, and jump off, jump off the, the, the diving board here and feel comfortable with that. So this is a, such a rare one in that, again, this is a very, very mature brand that's obviously proven that it's sustainable um, and um, again, knowing that there's so much growth to be had in this space, it's projected to hit 400 billion by the year 2030. Even Ozempic spending alone, they're projecting at 100 billion by 2035. So you look at all that growth potential, getting in early, being able to secure some of the best territories in a in a market. At the same time, you're you're doing that with a franchisor that literally has 3,000 units operating today, 6,000 licenses awarded globally in 23 countries. And it's the largest health and wellness franchise or by a landslide. So you've got leadership resources there to support you, um, a blueprint for success to come into, and then you know have that emerging brand. So that's why I, I really feel that that's extremely rare to see um, in franchising. Um, and, and that's why I think we're so excited about it, partly. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you, and I should have asked this a little bit earlier, is there any insurance aspect to Lindora or is it? Not today. Yeah, not today. We're, we're, we're cash only, um, if you will. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, honestly, you know, it, it's definitely an opportunity that we could pursue down the road, but you know, it's, we're doing so well on the cash side of it um, that it's a lot uh, less you know painful than in going, working with insurance agencies. So it's today it's cash only. Okay. And on a last note, Lance, who is your ideal investor? What does that persona look like? Well, um, believe it or not, it's someone like likely with, without without a medical background or a doctor. Not saying that you, if you have that background, that we wouldn't be interested in talking to you know them or awarding them. But we love uh, folks that come in with a clean slate um, that really want to grab a hold of, of that blueprint for success that I've been talking about and follow our, we call it the playbook. Um, you know this with all your experience in franchising, but our top performing franchisees in the country across all of our brands are not doing anything different. All they're doing is they're executing our plan better than everybody else. So we really are looking for people that want to leverage what we've what we've built here um, and, and put that to work for themselves to really build a, a great business in their communities um, be able to get into something that's semi-absentee. Our typical owner is not an owner-operator. In fact, 
most, of, I mean, many of them maintain a corporate position um, while building this in parallel because these things are GM operated. So they can spend anywhere from five to 10 to 15 hours a week on these things, depending on where they're at in the business cycle. Um, but in general, we're looking for people that have um, some great people skills or leadership skills, if you will, because they're, again, going to be managing the manager and, and kind of building that winning team culture in the business. Uh, some good business acumen um, to operate you know, a business model like this. Uh, those that really want to make a, a difference in their communities and help make a positive impact on people's lives with a, with a, with a brand like this in health and wellness. Um, and again, people that really want to uh, you know, leverage and follow our play. Um, we're not really looking for the serial entrepreneur that wants to do their own thing. Again, they tend to uh, veer off the, the, the proven path and, and it's not what we're looking for. So for those, I always encourage them that they should you know, go do their own thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's our typical, I mean, I would say, uh, forgive the term, but our, our very high percentage of our thousands of franchisees that we have are really what I call corporate refugees. Um, have built Some of them have built illustrious careers in corporate America, maybe gone through a downsizing don't want to you know, look for uh, another six-figure income in an 80-hour work week and say, hey, I can get into franchising, invest in something that can replace that income, but also give myself a lifestyle that gives me more flexible to do the things that I want to do. And at the same time, build equity in a business that's, that's worth something if I want to sell it in seven to 10 or you know, a few years down the road for a multiple on EBITDA. Um, so that's our, our typical operator. The other thing I would say is our typical operator is usually not looking... To, uh, it's not their dream to own and operate a single clinic, if you will. Um, they're looking for to build a little more substantial business, most typically something that they can scale um, across multiple units. My average exponential owner owns 2.9 units. So most of our owners own three, if you will, of our concepts. And that's going to be very typical in this Lindora model as well. So most of our owners will scale over time to build a little more substantial build this, business build that nice re reoccurring income that they can realize for years to come. And then if they choose to hand it down to the kids as a legacy business or even sell it and, and for a nice payday, um, that's the, the path that they're on. We also find that a lot of our franchise partners, because we do have 11 brands, um, really like our our business model, which you might, uh, might guess is really kind of overlaid across all of our, our platforms. So um, we have multiple, we have, you know, it's double digit percentage of franchisees that, on multiple units with us in multiple brands. So they continue to, to you know, they first um, you know, scale and then diversify and scale further in some of our brands. So we, we see that quite a bit in our business as well. And as a lot of our executives have said, peace out to corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great note to end on. Um, Lance, thank you so much for joining me. I am very excited about Lendora. Uh, we were talking before we got started that, you have your first confirmation day coming up here within the next couple of weeks for Lindora. So we will start to see some of those first franchisee awards uh, being announced here in the next month, I would assume. You will. You will. And and a lot of them. Uh, so this will be probably one of the fastest growing concepts of 2024 and 25, likely, uh, as we kind of start to build this one out. So ex exciting times ahead. Yeah, I, I foresee that with you. All right. For anybody that is interested in learning more about Lindora, please feel free to reach out to me at Stacy at fusionfranchising.com. Thanks and have a great day.